This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and conservatives love to say, keep your legs closed. And um, that's actually a great sex position. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and uh, I'm at the squatty potty. I'm at the bidet. I'm at the combination <laughs> squatty potty bidet. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and I'm jealous of people who can get high enough to scrum it. <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a scrum it? Neither can we. We got Barbara Brandy and of course Big Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies. Ladies and ladies. <laughs> 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 Scrometing right into your ear holes. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> it is good to be here. Oh my gosh. Wallace and Scromet. Wallace and Scromet. <laughs> Classic. Haley Scromet. Um, there's more. <laughs> if you don't know scrometing is when you get so high that you throw up, everyone. Yeah. But isn't it you're throwing well, screaming and you're screaming. You're screaming while you're throwing up. That's why it's called scrometing. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I forgot that part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we put we will put a scrumet warning on this episode. Mm-hmm. There is future puke talk. <laughs> also, oh yeah, there yeah. is. <laughs> get ready for more scrumets. Yeah, uh, scrumet adjacent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, also if you are someone who has scrumeted, drop us a line. I'd like to hear about it. Please. Yeah. If you, I mean, I don't want to. I'm sure you might be busy with other things, but if you are actively scrumeting, you can call us at three two three six but thirty. Yeah. Leave your scrummet on the voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> Just hold the phone away. Not only for the scrummet, but yeah. because of the audio. Uh, put, yes. Just put that in your favorites so it can be on auto dial. Exactly. Next time. All of you should do that. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, just put us in your favorites and call yeah. us whenever. Three, two, three, um, six, but 30. Six, but 30. Uh, we have another Zoom show coming up. We took off July, but we've got a hot fresh Woo. zoom show on august 7th baby uh it's gonna be super fun grab your tickets ladysunday.eventbrite.com these shows are always wild and we always have a a variety act that blows our mind every single time yeah, yeah. i'm always stoked for this and then the show is always better than i think it's gonna be too like i'm always yeah. like oh man it's, this is gonna be a fun night and then i'm like this was a real sun night fun night. It <laughs> is. Yeah. We do it on the first Sundays of the month to get your, your uh, you know, month started off right. And so we're getting into, you know, the end of summer, RIP. Mm-hmm. We'll be having a, wa- uh, a wake for summer. I don't no, know if we'll no, do that. Actually, no. we should, How maybe. many times do I have to wake forward? <laughs> the end of summer is the end of September. We are still balls deep in summer. Okay, okay, so okay. O- October will end. We'll celebrate yeah. the end of. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take yeah. that. 
<laughs> I mean, we got um, But yeah, grab tickets and hang out with us. Oh, and I have to say, my show, my monthly show, High Gear, is this Thursday, the 11th, or next Thursday, the 11th. Um, you can grab tickets at highgear.eventbrite.com. It's very fun. It's at this cool bar called The Airliner. It has good cocktails and comedy. A so great spot. Absolutely. Yeah. Follow us on all social media for all our shows whenever we're doing stuff around. It would be great. <laughs> we're doing stuff. We're doing stuff around. Um, mm. Oh, my God. What a fun episode we have. I love this, this episode. Oh my um, gosh. I love our guest. His podcast, Everything Iconic, is iconic. If you're into reality TV, <laughs> as many of us are, it's a must listen. And his book, I just absolutely binged it. It's called How Do I Unremember This? It's so funny and just so sweet and, and just such a great book and we had a great combo with him you guys it's danny pellegrino hello you guys hi how's everyone doing doing good um, so excited for our guest I'm, I'm so happy to be here you I, i'm just jumping right in hello everyone yeah, i'm so here. excited we have danny. so much to talk about i'm very i'm ready to go so much to talk about in particular um i loved your book and oh, thank you. it kept me company last night on probably one of the most emotionally grueling flights of my life <laughs> oh my god wait what happened i've been i've been so scared to fly because i feel like i keep hearing horror stories about airports I'm and like flights people and everything are like just yeah. like fist fights breaking out and people... no it wasn't that guys this is my high right. drama so I, I was coming from <laughs> i was coming from costa rica which is as we know a very warm country in central america you're um, in your element there. Yes. In my element there. I'm a lizard person. Love the heat. Love it. And we're all coming from Central America. There's literally people on this flight who I think this is completely unhinged, but they're wearing open-toed sandals. It's unacceptable. Mm. You do not yeah. wear any... You should not show your bare feet. No one wants to see your hooves on a flight. Never. No one. You should always wear socks. <laughs> I believe... Put the particularly, away. I have a very strong opinion about this. Particularly men should always have their feet covered on a flight. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I mean, really, I think it extends to anyone. I just think traditionally stereotypically maybe women take better care of their feet but i never want to see a man's foot on an airplane no because no. we're all sharing air like we shouldn't have exposed toes in the mix right yeah, yeah. there's and flaking just, like, skin it's recycled yeah, like, why? i don't like it it's your travel it just like cover up the the essential areas right get but, cozy get cozy but again we're coming from costa rica so none of us are right. wearing warm clothes okay Mm -hmm. We get on this flight. It is no more than 42 degrees on this plane. No more <laughs> than 42 degrees. I'm wearing thin leggings. I wore a sweatshirt because I know myself. I get chilly. Mm -hmm. I beg the woman for a blanket. I'm willing to pay top dollar for a blanket. There is not a piece of fabric to cover my freezing cold body on this entire plane. They have it on the menu with the drinks and the headphones. Apparently, they, no blankets to be had. I, I'm taking the red eye. I got to New York this morning. I had to sleep on this flight. You guys, I was full Kate Winslet in Titanic this entire <laughs> flight. At one point, I, I, I curled myself. There was no, my husband was in the window seat and then we had an empty seat and then me. I curled my knees onto the seat in an attempt to retain more body heat. Like I gave up any chance of sleeping. I was... I was rubbing my hands together like the little match girl. I was walking <laughs> through the I was walking through the aisles trying to get my heart rate up. I did not get a lick of sleep. Uh, did they explain why it was so cold? Like did anyone tell you why? No. No. Unacceptable. Thank you. I feel like it's two extremes cuz I've also been on the flight where it's mm -hmm. like unbelievably hot and you're yeah. all just like <sighs> and it that makes me panicky, you know, cuz I'm like right. what's yeah. happening here? I'm scared I'm going to like suffocate. Yeah, what yeah. else is not working on this plane? I don't know what's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, who's in charge of, uh, of that. But 
I feel like if it's too warm, you can at least have like a beverage, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I see. Yeah. I'd rather be too cold because mm. I'm a sweater anyway. And so at least when I'm cold, I feel like I'm not, I'm not like, I don't like that uncomfortable feeling of like sitting in sweat, you know, which I feel like is no. my baseline anyway. So when it's too hot, then I'm just like <laughs> in a puddle of, of yeah, yeah. my own. My yeah. own sweat, and I don't like. Did that. you notice other people test? Like, well, I knew because I naturally run very cold. Like, I'm just I'm that person. But my husband, classic straight guy, always hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> first thing he said when he when he took his headphones off and the lights came on the plane, he goes, "Oh, it's that was cold." So I know. <laughs> so it was cold. It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he said it was cold, it's definitely cold. Yeah. What airline yeah. was it? JetBlue. Happy to call. Okay. Blue okay. is the color of my lips. Well, you know what? Yeah. And honestly, it's I, I don't mean to blame you, but JetBlue, Southwest, you know, if you're flying one of those two, you're just going to have to expect yeah. the unexpected. You know, you're just you're taking a gamble with your life by flying JetBlue. And so, you know, it's, it's maybe on you. That's it's where I'm I, I'm, so, I'm in the JetBlue Southwest category. I can't go outside <laughs> of that category. I wish, Danny. Thank you. I know. Look, I know. I, look, we've all been there, but it's just like <laughs> JetBlue Southwest. You can't. You got to expect the unexpected. And there's just no rules. You know, yeah, it's like when you board on a. I, I don't know if JetBlue does this, but Southwest, you know, with their boarding process, it's like you just don't know what you're when you're going to get on the plane, what's going to happen when you're on it, who's going to be on it. It's just yeah. it is what Every it is. Every man for themselves. Yeah. And That's no airline true. is great, but particularly those two. It's just I mean, <laughs> wild, wild west of airlines. I guess to me, I- I thought of the Southwest as sort of like the Costco where like you think it's not that good, but they actually have good produce. I don't you know. know. People say that. I've, ne- I've always had a horrible – they usually like lose my luggage. There's The only thing that I like about Southwest is that they have the um, cranberry apple drink. Like it's one of <laughs> yeah. their canned beverages. And I feel like a it's lot a of nice the other one. airlines don't have that. And so that to me is like the only thing that I like about Southwest. Like it, that's it. I mean, perfect drink. It cuts like the tartness of the cranberry, but like the sweetness of the apple is a little bit too much. And we're adults. We don't need right. apple juice, you know. As an adult say, can I have the apple juice? Can I? Yeah. It's an, an elevated <laughs> Shirley Temple is what it is. And <laughs> it, I, I exactly. Well, and I feel like our generation, we are the cranberry juice generation. Like, did you guys have juice boxes from Ocean Spray in your lunch? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, we were more of a high C family, okay. um, like oh, the yeah. high C Remember yeah. the Ecto Cooler was uh, at one point with like the Ghostbusters character on oh, it. It was yeah. a green drink. Yeah, I feel like that was the peak. We never, yeah. we never got that. My family was just like a juice or water family. We were not a like soda people. We didn't mm. do high C or any of that stuff. But mm. my dad did love a cranberry juice. Remember those like big, like concentrate logs that you would just mm-hmm. put in water and then oh, it would yeah. become juice. That right. was my Wait, dad what? would just. Yeah, the, fro- <laughs> the ones you could freeze, right? Or yeah, frozen, yeah, yeah. like yeah, frozen yeah. concentrate. Oh, and you yes, just yes, put them yes, in. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, like yes, a big yes, long yes. can that you unwrapped and you just chunked it. Oh my just, god! You just deuced it in water, and that became your juice that yeah. you drank later. We but always had that for when we were sick. Like the my mom yeah. always had a frozen orange juice, and it was like if we were staying home sick from school, she'd get that thing out of the, uh, out of the freezer mm-hmm. and thaw it out and mix it with some water. And so <laughs> then our first glass, like we'd be you know, calling off school and the first glass would be like partially iced. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. Wow. That's a very like visceral memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Speaking of, do you remember the, the, um, the stuff they used to give you when you were sick as a kid, or at least I don't think they still do this, but it was like a bubble gum flavored 
goo that they oh, gave yeah. sort of everyone. I feel oh, like yeah. I can still taste it, and I don't think they have that anymore, but I, I remember the taste. That was antibiotics, I think, right? Yes. I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. That shit Before was good. Before the Z-Pack. But it's pre-Z-Pack. Yeah. Not to gross everyone else, but I, I also remember when people were sick at school and a kid would throw up. Do you remember they put like wood chips on oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sawdust? Yeah. I don't know what that yeah. was about, yeah. but. And you know what? I still, there's a kid that, um, remember those classrooms where like it was one big classroom, but then there was like kind of a temporary wall and then occasionally they would have a free-for-all and open it up? Mm-hmm. In junior high, seventh grade. We were having a free-for-all day. There were 60 kids in one room. We're all working on a project. And this one kid, who I won't mention by name because he follows me on Twitter, mm-hmm. vomited in front of the whole 60 kids. And every time I see him on Twitter, all I can think about is the day that he vomited in front of everyone. Sure. Oh, the vomit no. kid. <laughs> Which is the exact opposite of what you're told. You're told nobody remembers anything you do in elementary school or middle school oh, or yeah. high school. Oh. No? <laughs> Not unless I remember, you vomit yeah. in front of 60 kids. I remember a guy named Brian Kelly. I still remember him. I'm naming him because I don't think he does follow me. But his name was Brian Kelly, and he vomited in kindergarten. And they brought out the wood chips. And we were. it was like the middle of reading time, and he just puked on the floor. This is disgusting. You guys will never have me back because I just no. keep mentioning vomit. No, trust me. No, you're, on the right you're on the right show. Okay. I hate to say yeah. it, but this is exactly okay. our okay. This is yeah. actually I'm a, a, a segment. I'm people. Yeah, yeah. Google pukes is a, seg- is a segment here. Don't worry. Have you wait? Have you have any of you had like a this is a gross question a oh. memorable puke or like a a time uh, that sticks out to you where you were that kid? Well, I w- so uh, yes, I've only puked maybe ten times in my entire life, but one of them was uh, a vengeance puke um, because I did the gallon milk challenge in the dorm room of a friend of a of a guy that my friend was crushing on who was an asshole to her and he hated that I like didn't drink so I like didn't puke in college and I was like I'll do that in your place and then I puked in his bathroom back into the left of the toilet and just like painted the wall painted the wall next to it and then I walked out and I was like well you got your wish I'll see you later and it felt great (laughs) surreal yeah that's my most upset you didn't drink because yeah. you were, didn't throw up yeah yeah he was just like i can't believe you like you haven't even puked in college are you even in college and i was like oh watch honey. me watch me bitch yeah bring <laughs> some bring some two percent over baby we'll do it That's okay so yeah. Gross. Oh. <laughs> yeah i had i had like a um what was not costco but sam's club memorable yep. running around with a friend after eating mcdonald's yeah, mm. right in front in of In the middle of the aisle of Sam's oh, yeah. Club? Just like right wow. there. Right they also there. have wood chips. I have they yeah, just brought out the wood chips at yeah. Sam's right. Club. That's yeah, where they yeah. get them, actually, so it was nice to be right next to the source. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's why I don't like places like Sam's Club and Costco, because I can tell they have the wood chips. They're, it's a pukey not, It feels like a wood chippy kind of place. Like <laughs> yeah. They would bring out wood chips, yeah. I actually, I, I was at Disneyland last week, and, um, you know, of course a place where, yeah, you might see... A kid, of course, a little, and yeah. you know we're like uh, we're it's hot out. We're looking for shade, and like we're waiting for it to meet up with my family. And I see a place open up to sit, you know. So mm-hmm. I go, I go over to sit, and, I, and the lady next to me is like, oh, "You don't want to sit there." And like I look, and the kid, <laughs> the kid is just actively th- throwing up into the bush behind him. And you know, I used to work at a Borders <laughs> when I was in high school and college. A Borders Books, which no longer oh my God, exists, too, but. Danny. Oh my god! Did you really? Uh, it was my favorite job. I loved it. Was it was so fun. Yeah. Um, but some a kid. This is getting even grosser. But a kid pooped in the children's section. And do you remember they had like the? 
I'm sure you'll remember this. In the children's section, the carpet was different. It was like the galaxy yes. carpet. Mm-hmm. And so no one saw it for the whole day. Until <laughs> it, <laughs> it wasn't until like the whole, the, um, we were closing and it was like, no one knew how long that poop was there. <laughs> I think somebody, I think we had to check the, we had to check the tapes and it was like, (laughs) oops, it's been there all day. Oops. (laughs) You didn't have to pick it up though. No, it wasn't me, but I remember, um, yeah, I was a seasonal employee. So I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm here for the holidays and I'm here to sell planet earth DVDs for two months and then I'm out of here. Yeah. You didn't work on, you didn't work Reg. I did work Reg. I worked Reg. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Usually the seasonals worked Reg. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like stealing. I hope they don't arrest me, but I was stealing those Lindor balls that were at the counter all day long. I would just eat those things. They would sell them for 25 cents each and I just would keep eating them. I was not paying for them. Of course. Actually, speaking of stealing from borders, I, um, I moved around, but primarily I actually worked in the cafe. I was a barista. Uh. Um, and I actually met my boyfriend at the time at borders. He worked in music. And I got nabbed stealing. Uh, I would give him free coffees and stuff because, oh, yeah. And I think were crushing on, on him. Yeah. They caught me on camera giving my boyfriend free coffee. What a snitch. Oh yeah. I still, I still have my coffee mug from working there that says employee borders. I'll never get rid of it. My boyfriend, oh my when we God. moved, he's like, you have to get rid of this. This is like an old mug. I was like, never. Oh. It's a collector's item. <laughs> I refuse. Oh my God. Speaking of collector's item, I do is that your book, I I cannot recommend this highly enough to our listeners. You're so funny, but it's like so vulnerable. Like it's exactly my jam pop culture wise. I've never agreed more with anyone in my life. Oh, thank you. Uh, that's thank what you. Tess said. I was like, you have to tell him this. Yeah. Yeah. There's tons of pop culture references. And when I was writing and I was concerned that it would, it was like too much. I was like, this is people are people going to know this reference to, the movie Stepmom, <laughs> and then ultimately I just. But if that's how your brain it. works. That's right. what yeah, we want to experience. Like, yeah, it was like the people that'll get it'll get it. And right. So I'm I mean, happy there's a whole got. chapter about Frank from Father of the Bride, and I'm like, yes, thank you. Finally, <laughs> finally, get, finally gets his due. I know. <laughs> but I love your story about uh, your custom Jessica Simpson shawl. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, it's oh. in here right now. I'd have to go. I, I'm afraid to move because my technology might break if I step away from this desk. But I, I'm cons- I'm staring at it right now. I have the Jessica Simpson shawl that she wore on Newlyweds. Not the exact one, but the person, the designer of that shawl sent me one because um, I had talked about it on my podcast or on my social media or something and sent me one. And it's my most prized possession. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what to the border. Yeah, that and the mug. From yeah. listeners, <laughs> listeners of the podcast, Google it, Jessica Simpson shawl, and you'll immediately know it's a yellow shawl. You'll oh, be like, I, oh yeah, I, I remember pictured that. it immediately. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because it was like nowadays, obviously, like with not like with the housewives and the Bachelor, nobody repeats an outfit. But it really made me realize you're right. Back in the day, even Jessica Simpson would wear the same outfit in multiple episodes of her show. Yeah, and she always had that Louis Vuitton bag. Remember the. Um, the multicolored bag and yeah, there were certain items and that show was very uh, important for fashion. And I didn't wear any of those fashions, you know, because I was a closeted boy in Ohio watching it. But I remember like the shawl became a thing and the bag became a thing. And there were certain things that, that were so influential on the fashion world. Uh, And I I rewatched sex in the city. I'm, I'm, covering it on a, a bonus episode thing that I do for my show. And uh, I noticed Carrie wears a bunch of those same shawls. It was like such a thing back that then. That was very was a much the yeah. look. Yeah. 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 
Well, for me, it was really um, a revelation because I, I, I still wear Uggs um, and I still wear <laughs> shawls. And I was like, nice. oh, that's why. Like, I didn't realize that's why I was still doing it, but I was able to trace it back. Right. To Brad Subconsciously. You know, the shawl doesn't actually warm you. Like, if you were on the plane with the shawl, nothing would help. It wouldn't <laughs> help your cold on the plane because it's... Yeah, it's drapes over you and it's so thin and there's so many holes in this specific shawl that it's like, what was the actual point of it other than the look, I guess? But yeah, yeah, it does not actually warm you up at all. No. Yeah, that was like a like a pre-9-11 uh, fashion scarf is that specific shawl. <laughs> it, was, that it was like the skinny scarf. Remember Jennifer Love Hewitt was running around wearing oh, that skinny yeah, scarf everywhere? And it's like, that's not doing anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. or I feel like we're also in the same era as the shrug. Yes. What, was, wait, what was the shrug? Oh my what was God. the shrug? It's just it's a oh, cardigan with shoulders. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a yeah, like a bolo. I remember <laughs> mostly because Mimi and Rent wore a shrug, and like I, mm. I remember my friend who wanted to dress as her for Halloween was really trying to find the right shrug for that. <laughs> what a time. A lot of that stuff is coming back. I feel like every time I open up a magazine or at the airport or whatever, I see a lot of these fashions that we grew up with. And I'm like, wow, that's back. They're so trying. it's only a matter of time before that shawl comes back. Yeah. I'm certain it will. The one oh, I'm yeah. waiting for is I haven't seen a single Gen Z with a name on rice necklace. And oh. <laughs> until that happens, the 90s aren't fully back. Right. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to the boardwalk and getting their yeah. name written. On I don't know if rice. we've lost those artisans or not. I mean, it's a skill <laughs> to write a name on a tiny grain of rice. <laughs> yeah, it's a different craft. I, yeah. Did you, I um, saw this tweet yesterday. What show comes to mind when you hear the opening HBO sound? Like, oh, what's sex, the, in the, what's sex the in the City, theme? Sex in the City. Sex mm. in the City? Yeah. yeah, I mean Sopranos, Sex in the City. I'd say, yeah, Six Feet Under, the, maybe. Yeah, Six Feet Under. The comeback was big for me. I, I've rewatched yeah. it a million times, so I feel so like good. I I hear that. Yeah. But ultimately, Sex in the City. I think you hear that thing, and you're like, oh, it has to play. But I just saw somebody posted on Instagram like the old HBO logo, like before the kind of staticky thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reminded me of Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Do you remember that? used to play on HBO like yeah. all the time. Yes. Like yes. early, early 90s. Um, so, but that was like the old kind of, it was such a 3D CGI yeah. graphic right, that right. in space. I think it was in space. Yeah. It's like a soaring, like, are we going into a city? Oh no, it's the HBO logo. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. I would get so excited because I knew that HBO was like the special channel. Mm-hmm. Um did you guys all have HBO at your house? Yeah. I didn't have it until later. Yeah. We we had that illegal box that like it would get all the channels. And so we got mm. HBO that way in one room. It wasn't throughout the whole house. It was like my parents' room had the HBO. I mean, yeah. I'll never forget when I was – we it had it at some point. And I was watching a Sex and the City episode. And there were, it was like very much like Samantha with her legs in the air in a V and a man going down on her and my mom walking in and yeah. then saying and then saying the words we're canceling HBO <laughs> <laughs> we're getting rid of it get it out of here so I had it at some point but kind of yeah, I had to watch HBO at my rich friend's house and she was my rich friend but then also had like you know this is often the case with rich friends but her parents were like cool like they were like if you guys want a drink just put your keys in the dish you know those parents <laughs> Uh, so I always had to watch Sex in the City over there because, yeah, we were like poor hippies with just basic, mm. you know, 
You know, we didn't TV. have money, but back in the day, do you remember you could like talk to the cable guy and somehow convince oh, yeah. them to like give you thing. that black box? And it was like <laughs> it was a whole movie I, based off that of whole. <laughs> wait, was there really? What was the, the, the cable? The cable guy. <laughs> oh, the cable. Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, what a weird transaction that must have been for my parents yeah. or whoever got that. It's like so weird. I know. So I it was like never illicit? like it wasn't through the cable company. Oh, no, no, it wasn't. And it would give you like the pay-per-view stations and everything, but y- it wasn't legal. It was just like a little, I don't know. It looked like an alarm clock or something mm-hmm. and it would give you all the stations and, but you had to get it through like the black market. Like you had to get it through the dark web basically before it was the web. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't. you had to get a cable guy with a gambling addiction and then yeah. he would take it. Oh, slip him a 20 and he was like, yeah, you'd get. Yeah, the, the, I, I don't yeah, feel yeah. it. I don't feel like I would have had the balls to like be the one <laughs> to be like. I'm just remembering when I was in Hawaii and I tried to find weed and it took me like two hours to ask the guy who obviously sold weed. I don't think I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, who did? Who is the guy? Like, where did you just find it, him on the beach? Or did I, you work? I at- Google. I like Googled it and. I think- <laughs> And did you use incognito at least? <laughs> I, I did. Uh, damn, I didn't. They're coming for me. No, but there's a um, website, Weed Maps. And so it was like, it sh- It said literally, the, he lo- look under the big tree in the middle of town. <laughs> and I, I, yes. The and man I went. playing hacky sack standing at, staring at his hand. He has the weed. Yeah. The man who smells like I've, a bag of I've weed talk, has the weed. Uh, yeah. I've talked yeah. about this before. I wore a tie dye shirt. <laughs> oh my God. And then I to tip him off. Yeah, to, to be like, yeah. and I was too nervous. It was a guy. He was selling like those palm things. They make palm like hats and stuff. You know, palm yeah, fronds. Yeah, yeah that's and okay. and um, I was like, he. I was like, yeah, these are cool. Um, do you have anything else that's green? Oh my god, you're such a boomer. <laughs> oh my god. And so, so did he just immediately laugh yes. at you, or did he give it to you? He just immediately it... was like, yes, here's weed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, wait, I was just in Hawaii and I was trying to figure out if it's legal, but I felt like I smelled it on people. It's legal there now, right? I don't know if it's I legal. So. I don't think no. so. Oh. Which is weird because that was like the original good. Remember like before we had legal weed, like you'd be like, oh, it's Maui Wowie. And then you would pay like right. extra yeah, for it. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like they should have been ahead of the curve. I actually, I mean, I'm, I'm sure York it's right still now. great. It's just not, probably not legal. Is weed legal yeah. here in New York now? Because I just saw a bus on my way to get coffee that had like, it was like a weed tour. I was like, oh, can we smoke weed in New York now? I feel I like they no need idea. to just, it should just be legal everywhere now. It's too confusing. And it's like, <laughs> obviously it's fine. Like it's been legal in certain, a lot of places and it's fine. Like California is great. And, Mm-hmm. There's no issue with it here. So it's like, just may settle it everywhere. Like, what are we doing? I know. Yeah. And actually, since we're talking about this in the harrowing travel night I had last night, I have on this tip. Oh, my God. So we're leaving Costa Rica. And You're like, here's where to get the good drugs in Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy under the big tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I obviously don't. I, I, you know, if I'm going to the rainforest, I want to have a weed with me. And I had um, a couple edibles in my purse. And then a pen that I had forgotten about in my wallet. And as we were leaving Costa Rica, my husband got randomly chosen for the security check. I had already eaten an edible. So I'm like shitting my pants. I still have the edible in my purse and the pen and everything. But he gets chosen. I'm like, okay. Then we get get through that. Then he got chosen again for another security check right before we got on the plane. The edible had already kicked in. I had a couple in my purse. I was like, what do I do? Do I shove them in my bra? Do I go to the bathroom, flush them down the toilet? I ended up just going with stand there, look anxious and sweat in the hallway (laughs) while he gets searched. But I don't know, guys. It kind of freaked me out twice. I like narrowly avoided. Yeah, that'd be scary. Yeah. Yeah. 
That happened to me on the way back from Mexico. I got I got searched twice, like leaving the after Aaron's wedding, and I was like, "What tweets are you reading? What's happening right now?" Yeah. You guys, the last time I got searched was um, I was coming home from uh, visiting my family, and I could never find the Pillsbury pumpkin quick bread mixes here in California. Mm -hmm. It's like, (laughs) you know, it's seasonal pumpkin bread mix. And so when my mom and I were shopping, we bought a bunch of them and put them in my bag, but without the box. So we just put the mixes in there. <laughs> so, <it was> like, <laughs> so they, they searched me and they were like, what are all these bags of like oh orange powder God. or something? And I was like, Oh, it's just like five pumpkin quick bread mixes because I can't <laughs> find them in California. <laughs> they let me go and it was no problem or anything, but it was like, I felt so sketchy because it was just out of the box. Yeah. Out of the box bread. makes it very weird. But <laughs> it's really funny. It's also invasive. Cause it's like, leave me the fuck alone. Get out of my luggage yeah. and get out of my pumpkin mix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're for sure not doing anything useful in these. It's just stupid. It's like my bag. And they fuck up your bags too. Like when they do that every single time or, or even when you get the bags, I feel like uh, you get the note in the bag. The last time I got a note that said like, Oh, we went through this bag that was checked. Then the, there was like a whole tear in my bag. And I tried to go through the process of getting it refunded. There's like a thing you could call and an office you have to go to. And it was the biggest nightmare. And they ultimately didn't approve it. And they ripped the bag. And it was like, I had to get new suit, a new luggage and it was their fault, but it was such a ordeal. And then ultimately they wouldn't even approve my refund or, or to replace it. I hate stuff like that. Because then know, we're all going to get checked now because we're they're they're exactly. listening to us right now and we're all going to get. I checked I never next get checked, time. so <laughs> knock on wood. Oh my god! Yeah. Yet, yet, <laughs> Big Brother's listening and they're putting our names down and they're going to make sure we go through hell next time. Um, we have to take a break, but can I tell? Can I say a joke that I didn't get to say? Oh my Please. god! Yes. Yes. I've been sitting got? on it because we moved on and I was like, okay. I really want to no, say this joke. It's not going to be as good. Let's Give it to us. Let's all admit it's not going to be as good. Okay. Um, right. No, we were talking about the poop on the galaxy carpeting. Uh-huh. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm excited. And I, and I yeah, was like, I well, like that's, what, that's what was really on that James Webb picture. <laughs> so, <laughs> telescope. Telescope. Yes. The new photo. I was just thinking of that was pieces of poop in the picture. Okay, that's it. I'm glad we went back to that. We'll be right back. Me too. Bye. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Danny. Um, we're going to play a game with you called This or That, and that's pretty straightforward. Let's hear our amazing theme song. This or that. This or that. This or that. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Just a little jam. Okay, we did a special, like, um, you know, pop culture version for you. So... Danny, Mary Kate or Ashley? Ashley. <laughs> that was so easy. Why? Uh, you know, I've always I'm this is not going to make much sense, but I've never liked uh names with hyphenated names. <laughs> no, I get that. Mm, There's I don't so know funny. something something it about it, the way yeah. that it looks to my eye, I don't love. Make a choice. Exactly. Make a choice. So, yeah. Okay. 
Can I just be devil's advocate and say, I feel like of the Olsen twins, Mary Kate is more Olsen twinny, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, Wait, I, so, yeah, why? Um, I feel like she is caught smoking in public more often, her weird marriage with the old guy. I feel like she leans more into being an Olsen twin. Ashley is a little bit more of a California girl. I feel like the yoga is kind of her influence. When I think of the Olsen, I, I feel like Mary Kate... I guess it's also because I saw Mary Kate once. I was in a movie theater with her. What were you seeing? It was like an indie movie at that theater on Limley. This is like 15 years ago. And we were the only two people in the theater. Oh, whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you were both there alone? We were both there alone. Wow. And you guys, she's so Did you just little. stare at her the whole time? I didn't realize until we were leaving the theater. Oh. And she kind of slinked. She's even thinner and smaller than you think she is. And also, I believe in my mind she was wearing either a hood or a shawl. So I was, was really ask, yeah. 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 They are and very shawl, shawl esque. Yeah. yeah. Shawl oriented. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I interviewed Elizabeth Olsen on my show once, and I just was listening to the interview. It was very early on in my show's run, and I had been doing my research, and there's this story out there that I believe it was Mary Kate for her. Was she the one who was married to the old guy? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay, so there's a story out there that they had cigarette bowls at every table uh-huh. for the wedding, and I had to ask her that, and it was one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever witnessed in my whole show's history because I, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, Elizabeth, you don't have to answer this, but like, did what were there cigarette bowls at your sister's wedding? <laughs> and she's this like acclaimed indie actress, yeah, and I was just yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care and about it, any of she that. She she said she wouldn't answer. She wouldn't answer. She like gave me an answer. It was like, oh, I don't want to. I won't. I'm not going to talk about that or them oh, or whatever. On. Which wow. led, which to me was the answer of yes, yes. there so were yes. cigarette bowls. Dude, the, yeah. You know, like that. She, yes. yes, I'm so obsessed with that story that at my birthday party this year, I planned kind of the entire party around having bowls of cigarettes. <laughs> I don't even. Smoke I mean, it's crazy, and I love it. Like, it's, it's so good, right? Insane, yeah. But also, who like who doesn't? Even if you don't smoke, you have to appreciate what a luxury that is. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And just the idea of like this this really rich person's wedding having like just bowls of cigarettes in the middle of each table is amazing. I, to <laughs> me, that's I. What I love about them is like it's. So crass, but so bougie. Yeah, right. it's right. it's perfect. I, it's I mean, like pass. It's so crass that it becomes bougie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. I love yeah. that she wouldn't confirm. That just makes it so much <laughs> right. more mysterious. I respect the hell out of that. She yeah. was very nice about it, but it was like, yeah, she. That was to me confirming that yes, there were cigarettes there because that was always a mystery in the Mary Kate Nashley lore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm setting a boundary, and that boundary is my sister's wedding cigarettes. <laughs> I'm also so obsessed with the whole idea of Fuller House and like Mary Kate Nashley Dude. never appearing on it and refusing to appear on it and just not even taking one moment because seemingly I think they are still friendly. Uh, with John Stamos and some of the older cast members and stuff like that. So the idea that they wouldn't even just like FaceTime in or something. Nope. I love it. And love it's, it. it's, it's amazing. I, I was obsessed with Fuller House because it's just a horror movie of a TV yeah. show. Mm-hmm. I watched but every episode too. Every, yeah. at, at, at several <laughs> points, they break the fourth wall and turn to the audience and talk directly <laughs> to, I mean, Mary Kate and Ashley, you know, throw them and right under the bus. Oh my god! Amazing. Yeah. It's what just... did they say about their characters in the show? They basically the characters yeah. were like off doing fashion and like really wealthy in the city or something like that. But then yeah. 
They would have these episodes where it was like a holiday Thanksgiving episode where every single person Everybody. from like the history of the show, like every person who's had one line on the show would be invited to like the wedding or the Thanksgiving dinner, except for them. And eventually by the end of it, they stopped even explaining like where they were, where the character was, Michelle. Yeah. Yep. But it was so, I'm obsessed with that. And they couldn't. I mean- Show up for one half a day on set to do that, to at least like reunite with their friends. But I love that. (laughs) Also like zero green screen, nothing. It's amazing. Because like, what do they do with their days? You know, we know there's yoga and cigarettes, but like. (laughs) That's it. Not much much else. They definitely had the time to stop by. (laughs) There used to be a funny internet uh, show called Very Mary Kate. Do you remember this? Did anyone Mm -hmm. see this? It was Mm -hmm. like a, some woman who played a version of Mary Kate and she, it was so funny. They were little short videos like viral videos before in the early days of YouTube I should say and they're so funny look up very Mary Kate it's so I hilarious and that, it's all yeah. about her relationship with like there was a guy who played her bodyguard and like yeah they it was just about their adventures but it was so funny and and making fun of sort of that kind of craziness of yeah of I their guess lore you just have to imagine that that character is hanging out with some the Samantha character like in, yes. you know, in the sex in the city world, like we don't see them, but they're off doing things that are more important than being here. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But there wasn't even like a text message from Michelle in Fuller House, I don't think. Right. No, 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 no. no. That's so no. funny. By the and way, they're going to eventually do Fullest House. Like they've the <gasps> cast, they've I've like up. seen interviews. They've set it up. They've talked about how they want to. I don't think they wanted to end Fuller House. So that cast is going to come back again. Yeah. And they're not going to get. <laughs> Mary Kate or Ashley again, and it, they're going to have to explain it. And there, there's going to be so many press. When that show came out, there were so many articles in every major outlet about like, is uh, Mary Kate or Ashley coming back for Fuller House? And it's going to be the same media firestorm all over again when Fullest House gets announced, whenever that may be. You know what I want is to never. I want the first time we hear from them is they jointly star in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but not and, but not as the main characters, just as like, like yeah, Mr. Mama Sullivan. Morton yeah. and yeah, Mr. Sullivan. I would I would like them to do uh, thriller drama versions of their childhood movies, but like as a yeah, thought, that's a great idea. Actually, they should do that. Yeah, I just, just noticed Hulu added. Hulu added a lot of their their movies. I think like oh, Billboard yeah. Dad is on Hulu now, and like a lot of those old. I, whatever yeah, those they should TV get Jordan Peele to do like an updated twist. On there. Oh yeah, oh. that's brilliant. That's brilliant. That. Or somebody that. should just like re. They, I bet somebody could re-edit them into horror movies or something. Oh, like, there's something there with that catalog. Like there are so many of those movies, and they were such a unique type of thing, type of yeah. bad kind of good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I really think that It Takes Two is legit a good movie. Like with uh, Steve Gutenberg and Kirstie Alley. Like mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just a, I mean, all-star cast. Come on. Kirstie. Yeah. It's just the parent trap, but it's good. Yeah. 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 But a little look who's talking with the Kirstie. Yeah. Um, okay. Danny, this is a hard yeah. one. Oh, was that we were we supposed to be doing like a lightning round and I just oh, took no, us no, on no, a no, 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 real this long. Is your, okay. This no, is this game. Yeah. 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 Like, sorry, yeah, I just yeah. talked about Fuller House no, for 10 minutes. What we no, want. That, yeah. that is okay. never not welcome on this show. <laughs> okay. This By the not- way, just while we're on the topic of Fuller House, I just, Please. I always have to say this, but the woman who plays Kimmy Gibbler, Andrea Barber, deserved an Emmy. Okay. She okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm not she done did. yet. I'm not done yet, actually. I went on a cruise with the cast of Full House when I was a kid. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I need it was more information. The about highlight that. of my life. We actually had Jody Sweden on the show and talked about it. Like she remembers it too. But uh 
it was like this fundraiser for diabetes or something. And my dad got us all tickets and we went on like a cruise with the cat, all the girls from full house. And like, they were my age and I got to like eat lunch at Candace Cameron's table. And like, wow. we were like playing three legged horse races. I mean, my, I have a picture of my little sister with an Olsen twin on each arm by the pool. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. It's That's phenomenal. an artifact. Yeah. But I yeah. met Andrea Barber on that cruise and her mom and her used to put out a real Gibbler Gazette. And it was oh like, Oh my God. And it was like made. Like fan? It was like a fan letter. And I think the mom would like go to Kinko's and print this shit out. And you could, I subscribed to the Gibbler Gazette and it would be like wow. what Andrea Barber was up to. And Andrea Barber was obsessed with the play Forever Plaid. <laughs> Do you guys know that show? It's oh such God, a no. bad no. show to it's be a, obsessed with. It's, uh, it's kind of, I guess, like a jukebox musical, but it's like, uh, what's the Four Seasons one? Jersey Boy? Imagine oh, Jersey, Jersey Boys. Boys. But it's like, it's basically just a jukebox musical. That's just it. Just like an old school For who? Musical. But like jukebox musical with a sp- one artist but or just no a bunch of different No one artist. People? It was like, there's, it's all like, but it's like tunes from around the Four Seasons era. And I wonder if she just thought she could get in that one. And so she just was like, oh, I'm going to write about it in the Gibbler Gazette. And maybe they'll put me in it. Maybe. You know, I met I met Candace Cameron Bray on the set of That's So Raven years ago. Oh. Uh, oh. And I had broken my arm, but I, re- I was visiting L.A. I didn't live in L.A., but I had broken my arm at the Barnes & Noble in West Hollywood or at the you Grove. You slipped on the poop, right? That's what happened. I know, basically. Like I was, yeah. <laughs> no, you worked at Borders and they were like, don't come into our territory. <laughs> I was so embarrassed because I had fallen at, I was going up the down escalator. Like my friend and I were kind of horsing around. I was a teenager at the time. Yeah. And I, so I was so embarrassed about hurting myself that I didn't want to go to the doctor. And so I have this picture with mm-hmm. Candace Cameron Bray where my whole arm is wrapped in like this really trashy, just like, wrap from the grocery store and it's, like, it's sort of falling apart like mummy like and I'm, I'm just like posing with Candace Cameron and in the background is the set of That's So Raven it's the most bizarre photo of me oh my gosh that's amazing <laughs> yeah it was like a, I was visiting from Ohio and my friend was like sort of an actor he, my friend was like friends with someone on That's So Raven and so he's like oh come on we're gonna go to a taping and she was there and I was like I have to meet her what was she doing there? That's amazing. She was guest starring as like a teacher, but okay, this is crazy. This is crazy. Um, <laughs> just join me on this journey for a second. So <laughs> this happened and I didn't watch that. So Raven, you know, I was like 19 yeah. at the time and this was the original. That's so Raven, not the reboot. And so since that happened, I've tried to find on IMDb, like what episode that was. And I, to my findings, I can't find it existing. So I don't know if Candace got like fired from it oh. or if it just doesn't exist on IMDb or maybe they've, I haven't looked recently. Maybe they add it to IMDb or something, but I've tried to research like what episode of That's a Raven was Candace Cameron Bray on? Because I remember we were at the rehearsal and she was playing a teacher and then it doesn't exist. So mm. was she fired? Like what happened there? I think she was fired. But they probably paid like top dollar for her, right? Like that sounds like a, a sweeps kind of casting situation. Right. For That's a Raven, that's a big get. I mean, I feel like this is one of those things where you make a separate podcast investigating this exact. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like serial. Serial, the podcast. Like what happened with that? Or Finding Richard Simmons. Like what happened to the the lost episode of That's So Raven? I'll never forget Raven was like, it was when those Segway things were newish, those Mm -hmm. scooters. She was just riding around set on that, like running into people. (laughs) 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 I loved it. That tracks. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) 
I can see 10 episodes. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. Sold. Greenlit. Yeah. So what, okay. So what okay, was okay, the okay, next okay, this okay. or that? Because okay. I'm sorry. I'm no, no, so no, no, your, no. your listeners are like, we don't care about no, they Candace do. Cameron no, Bure. They this, do. Is, this is the whole purpose <laughs> of this. Wait. Okay. I'm going on another thing. Please um, Candace Cameron Bure and Jody Sweeten. I'm very fascinated by like what their Me text too. dynamic is like Dude, because no. they we, uh, we know yes. that they have very differing politics. Yes. yes. So yes. what's to the text thread yes. like? And where does I, Andrea Barber stand in it? Like, thank you for bringing this up because I actually think about this a lot. Because I, yeah, I Jody is like so well. progressive, like out there, yeah. like getting, you know, beat up by the cops, just like the most badass kind of like liberal yeah. person. And Candace, I personally don't understand why Candace doesn't bother me more because I can't stand her brother and like anyone like mm. that. But like I give yeah. Candace a pass, I think because she has cute outfits. You know, I've heard rumblings. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard rumblings that Candace is actually much more liberal, but she sort of plays into the conservative thing mm-hmm. because yeah. it's her bread that. and butter. I mean, yeah. she literally, yeah. I think, sells Bibles on her, which no shade, but it's like, I think she leans into that. Now, Kirk, I don't know what the answer is with that. Yeah. I don't get that, but yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's because he's a man, but I don't tolerate him. He's more, I mean, he's, he's more aggressive with his politics too. Like he threw yeah. that super spreader event and shit like early on. Like, yeah, like he's, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. He, he's, I, have yeah. To, I have to say, I couldn't sleep last night and I was just like on social media late and I stumbled across, I grew up in Salt Lake City, so I grew up with a lot of Mormons. I stumbled across like one of my oldest close friends' blogs that she shares with her dad <laughs> and it's all like, it's it's called an independent opinion, and it's all just like right wing, like weird oh, shit. Boy, and course. I was just like, this it is so badly written. I was just like, you share a blog with your dad. This is so like embarrassing. There's so many weird Bad. corners of the internet. Yeah, it was like, just really, like, yeah. it's scary. It's weird. Yeah, really yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, speaking of Salt Lake, are you ready, Danny? Okay. Here's the oh, big yes. question. Okay. okay. Whitney or Heather? Heather. Heather. Yeah, Heather yeah. all day. Yeah. To me, Heather is like one of the rarest of housewives because I think she's naturally very witty and like, and she's I I think a self aware person. I don't think like Whitney's self aware. I like Whitney a lot, Whitney Rose, but like I think Heather genuinely is like quick witted and uh, she gets all of it. She gets the joke because I recap a lot of the housewives on my podcast and. I can always tell it's always more fun to recap the housewives where they're not self-aware. So I like love recapping Beverly Hills housewives because I feel like they don't really see the world that we see when we're watching it. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes, and it's not fun to recap when the women are genuinely funny. Like I sometimes think like Atlanta is not always so fun to recap because like they're genuinely witty people. Like Kenya is very quick witted. So she's telling the joke better. I I can't tell a joke because she's telling the joke. Right. And Heather's falls in that same category, but Heather's the only one I think on Salt Lake city who like falls into that category. Cause when I'm recapping, it's like, I can't laugh at a Heather scene because she's telling the joke before I can find a joke. Um, so I, I like Heather in that way. That's a good, I, I guess, yeah, that's a good point. I, I really am obsessed with their friendship specifically together, though. Like, I think they each bring something really important to the table and work really good as a unit. Like, I think a lot about the scene when everybody else was going off. Like, it was, shit was, where were they on vacation? But everybody was hungover and going crazy and fighting. And Heather and Whitney were just in bed eating candy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. my vibe. That's I love friendship. these women. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Whitney has given us a lot too. Like I like Whitney as a housewife. And I think the fact that she's not self-aware and is like doing those scenes with the husband where they're rolling around in the mud or, you know, doing, what was that 
that one scene where they were painting or something was naked. It was like so weird and gross. And I like when a housewife doesn't get that that's weird and gross. (laughs) (laughs) I also, I have a lot of respect for Heather. I mean, they're both like in the Mormon world, but Heather Gay, I think is somebody who is a really important figure because she is actively going through separating herself from the LDS Mm -hmm. church. And so, Mm. you know, there are a lot of people who, grow up the way she did and like throw themselves into being with a man and all the stuff. And like, I think that she's really probably helping a lot of people in their journey because it's like, they're so inundated with that from the moment they're born, you know? So I, I really like admire her for putting herself out there in that way. Cause that's gotta be very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's great. I'm so want, excited for the new the season. Show. Yeah. Oh, she's great. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Obsessed. Um, okay. We have to take a break and we'll come back and do lady problems. BRB. Everybody, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Danny. Yeah. I have so much fun. I feel like a co-host. I'm excited. <laughs> Aww, thank you. <laughs> You're our fourth Olsen sister. Um, the fourth, yeah. fourth lady. I've always wanted to be the fourth lady. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna do lady problems. If you have one, you can send it to us via voicemail at 323-6-but30. And you can also give us an email, lady to lady comedy at gmail.com. Problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. Hey, ladies. Big time fan, first time caller. Um, and I have a bit of a lady problem. Um, basically, I got into a relationship um, about eight months ago. And over the past six months or so, it has gone downhill, like crazy downhill, um, lots of gaslighting, manipulation. Um, and I guess the gist of it is that, you know, over the course of the relationship, I basically started to doubt myself, um, my needs, and also just my confidence in general. And before I met this guy, I was super confident, um, you know, and I still have a little bit of logical confidence. Like, I know I should be happy um, and I should feel good about myself. But, um, you know, I guess my lady problem is I just got out of this relationship. Uh, how do I start rebuilding my confidence? I literally feel like I don't even know where to start. I'm in therapy. I've been reading books. Like, I've been trying all that stuff. Um, but I really just don't know how to get back into my groove, um, you know, feeling kind of shitty about myself. And, um, so what do you guys, what do you guys think I should do? Anything special? Um, disclaimer, I do try to work out, but I'm so busy. I have two full-time jobs. So like, I know that's a big one, but, um, any other suggestions or, or, you know, stuff like that. Thank you. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. What if I'm just, just first of all, like, I'm sorry you went through that. That fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah, and you really don't hard. deserve that. So, And also proud of you for getting out of it. 
Yeah, exactly. totally. A thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I was worried this voicemail was going to be like, and I don't know how to break up with him. So like right. you did the important thing. You did. You got, yeah. Yeah. The hard part now is, is behind you. Yeah. And like, yeah. you can see what it was. It sounds like mm-hmm. clearly too, which is really important. You know, you're, you're like, you see it for, for the situation it was, and you're not like taking on that, you know, that shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that shit. Um, I mean, I think it's just, I, it sounds like honestly, you're doing the right things. You know, you're, you are like putting your, you're doing therapy, you're reading. It's like you're doing the actions, which mm-hmm. maybe don't feel like they are doing the thing right now, but they will over time. It's like, it's one of those things where I think just one day you're going to wake up and you're going to feel better. You just don't know when that is yet. You just kind of have to keep putting one foot in front of the other, you know? I I think also finding the things that you feel most you in and doing those things. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I have a friend who loves going to those uh, color me mine um, you know, yeah. pottery yeah. things, the cheesy thing where you color, you paint yeah. your pottery. Mm-hmm. And uh, she loves doing that. And then she just recently got out of a relationship and she's been going all the time. And we were out to dinner, a group of us, and another friend was like sort of making fun of her for going to this color me mine. Like she's there once a week or something like that. Yeah. And she's like, no, I've, I'm feeling so happy there. Like I'm, yeah. that's what I like to do. So I think like throwing yourself into whatever makes you feel like you are the, those crafts or hobbies or, or, those movies that you like, like if you were someone who always liked comedies, go to see a comedy movie or something, or, mm-hmm. or I don't know if that makes any sense, but like lean into the things that are most you yeah. that you find are attached most to your identity pre relationship. So like mm-hmm. the things yes. that mm-hmm. were you before this guy came into the picture, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you were someone who always used to go to a specific restaurant for lunch before you started dating this guy, like go to that restaurant. Cause that, is where you were most you beforehand and and it'll help you get back to that person. Yeah. Yeah. I think like giving yourself solo dates during this time is like such a good gift to give yourself to be like, yeah, you do deserve to be taken out and and treated like this. And it's nice. (laughs) Also, I know she, this was her disclaimer. So this is bad of me to say, but she mentioned working out. And I think, um, just being able to get the endorphins flowing in those ways. Like it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, uh, running a lot, but I, I, running helps release those endorphins, right? So we know that helps mm-hmm. make us happier. But I also think like laughing also does that too. So like, mm-hmm. if you have a friend who always makes you laugh, like try to be around that friend more, like just totally. try to get them endorphins out. However, you got to get them out. And I think even, even if that means just going for a walk on your lunch break at one of your jobs or something, like being out in the sun, feeling it on your skin, like can, can make such a, yeah. a difference. Getting yeah. outside is so important. Like just getting so, in the sun or amongst mm-hmm. a tree. Like it sounds so yes. cheesy, but like getting walking amongst a tree <laughs> amongst will help you so much. <laughs> oh, it's true. Girl, it's go to so a park. True. It'll fix, yeah, like it'll go for your, if you get a. I, she's busy. She's got two jobs, but mm-hmm. like if you get a, a lunch break, like try to take a walking lunch break outside. Like just bring your sandwich and walk around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't think what? of it as working out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think don't worry about trying to like wedge that in if you don't have time. But yeah, just take moments when you can. And like, mm-hmm. l- this is cheesy, but like, literally go to the park, lay down, and like look up at the sky. Like, sometimes yeah. just laying in the grass like totally resets my brain in a way that I didn't know mm-hmm. I needed. And it's yeah. such an easy thing that I just don't think about to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, if you are gonna, if you do have time to work out, like, you know, I took a dance class the other day and I haven't done it forever and I loved it so much. And I was like, oh yeah, I love doing this. And I like, 
I'm somebody who's just like have to, I don't love working out like I really need to find something I like you know to do it mm -hmm. so if there's something like that that you enjoy like it's fine if you don't do it all the time if you have time to do it like you know once a week or something once a month give it a shot something. yeah yeah um mm -hmm. But don't like put that pressure on yourself because that's, you know, you don't need that yeah. on top of everything. I'm a big fan of journaling too, which it doesn't mean you have to write some big thing on in a, in a notebook, but just having a notebook where you can write one sentence a day at the end of your day or at the beginning of yeah. your day, just about how you're feeling. And, and it just sort of helps get it out of your system. Mm -hmm. uh, and also I think it's important to stay away from uh, negative uh, media content because you don't want to yes. go on YouTube and like watch a bunch of Adele videos like after a breakup. You know, you <laughs> yeah. try to yeah. try to stay away as much as you can. Like only totally. consume the positive stuff. Like c mm -hmm. watch comedies, watch light stuff, or the sitcom yeah. that you've seen every episode a hundred times. Like watch that. Don't watch something that's going to spiral you. Yeah, your comfort food stuff. And I think like make a, a playlist of songs that like make you feel like they're your fucking jams. And I'm also, I'm a big fan of like gratitude lists of just like starting off a day or like ending a day with like making a list of like, these are the things that I was like thankful and grateful for today. And you know, if you can get 10, cool. If you only get two, fine. But like physically write that somewhere so you can go back and be like, Oh, this week has been hard. Oh, but these are all the things that I'm grateful for. And even if that's repeating, like, hey, I didn't, I ate all the food without it going bad, or like, you know, little, find little moments that like make you, that you're proud that's of yourself. That's a big in. deal, all right? To eat it is your a big produce deal. without it going bad. That's mm -hmm. a yeah. win. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I froze for a second, so I don't know if anyone else said this, but um, in addition, I think it's a great idea to do stuff you're already good at, for sure. Like, mm -hmm. if you're good at baking, bake some shit. Mm -hmm. But also I find that like if I'm depressed or anxious or not feeling great about myself, like I like to learn something new. So like mm -hmm. maybe you yeah. teach yourself something new, whether it's like plunking out something on the piano or like do a Duolingo or I find that that is yeah. a good confidence booster too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's also a great app called Headspace that does like five yeah. minute guided meditations that are really good. I'm an anxious person. So like, meditating itself can be overwhelming the idea of doing like an hour or something like that. But the, mm -hmm. the app headspace, it has just like five minute things that will just, you just press play and it'll tell you to like breathe and count your breaths and that kind of thing. And it sort of forces you to just slow down and, and kind of recharge a little bit. That's yeah. Nice. I love headspace. Yeah. And, oh, and also on the exercise tip, um, I don't know. Another thing, like if I'm too busy to work out, like sometimes what I'll do is I love like a 10 minute, YouTube dance thing or I'll just like put on the weekend for 20 minutes and dance in my living room and it's yeah. like you don't need to have necessarily two hours to like move your body around a little bit like look for little pockets where you can just like get up from your desk and move around and I feel like even those little kind of like yeah bite-sized workouts are good and just stretch I think throughout the day I think just like makes you feel better just like yeah I'm so bad will, at that. Oh my god! I will just realize, oh fuck, I should stretch and all, and I always feel better after I do it. Yeah, <laughs> I love stretching. I, I have a friend who always used to talk about a slump buster, meaning like when you get out of a relationship, and this might be bad advice, so maybe don't take this advice. <laughs> but like, uh, you sometimes need a slump buster, meaning like you, you need a what's that saying? Like you to get over someone, you need to get under someone new or mm -hmm. or yeah, something. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. maybe that's bad advice. So don't take that. But if, that if, feels you, if you feel emotionally ready, like, you know, maybe it's it's okay to get back out there and just get a slump buster, not necessarily like a long-term relationship, but just someone that yeah, you can so hook up with, have some fun, flirt, and move flirt on. Flirt with someone, make out with someone, doesn't have to be. Yeah. 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 For yourself. Yeah. Oh, and also, if you haven't yet, go get your hair done. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yeah. very good. Yeah, and yeah, and, treat yourself and don't you sure. know lean on your friends. Don't feel bad about blowing them up. Like this is the time when people want to be there for each other. I think you know. I think yeah. people feel like oh, I don't want to like be up in someone's shit, but like that's what I when my friends reach out to me, I'm grateful that they like think of me as someone to you know what I mean. Lean on yeah. in times like this. So don't feel yeah. bad about like reaching out to people. You know, try not to isolate yourself and um, yeah. and definitely try to plan some like nights out and stuff where you know you can just like talk to your friends and yeah just like not deal with sitting home having to think about like what do i fill the time with you know yeah exactly but you got this i mean good luck we love you we're sending love you're awesome all the the hard the hardest part is behind you and you chose yourself and that is important and remember that yeah good job good job it's hard to get out of a relationship it's hard i mean our typical chant is dump him dump him and you did you dumped him Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> well, Danny, it's been so fun hanging out with you. You're amazing. Oh Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Thank you. Um, where can everyone find your podcast and your book and anything else that you have going on? Yeah, my show is called Everything Iconic. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts, and I recap a lot of reality TV. And then I also have uh, celebrity guests on sometimes as well. And then my book is called How Do I Unremember This? You can get it uh, anywhere you buy books. You can support your local bookstore or get it from Amazon. There's an audio book as well. And get it. Get it. Do it. It's so good. You guys. Get it is right. Get it, everybody. Get it. And I'm on social media at Danny Pellegrino. Did I say that? Uh, who no, knows? that's good. Now you have. Follow Perfect. Danny and, and all the follow stuff. Get his me book. and Andrea Barber, and we're petitioning for her to get an Emmy. <laughs> Even though her show is over. Bring we're... back the Gibbler Gazette. Give it to her now. Please. I just don't understand why she's not getting other roles, because she's genuinely really talented on she's that show. And You're right. So that it's is like... weird. Like, you would think she would... I could see her showing back up and yeah, like, some kind of prestige... <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like because it's Full House and Fuller House, like people stick their noses on it, and maybe rightfully so. But like, if you watch it, she's obviously very talented. And so when I see other, when I see Candace Cameron or even Jodie Sweet and or these other people getting to lead these Hallmark movies, I'm like, but what about Andrea Barber? Like, she's so talented, she could do other stuff. Like, where's the justice for Andrea Barber? It's so true, and I could see her almost in like a Winona on Stranger Things kind of role. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. like that. I'm gonna hope that she is just like got her full house money, having a nice ass life, and she yeah, maybe she don't want it. It might be my choice because yeah, I really haven't seen her in anything. I don't think so. But Andrew, do a straight play. We'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was that? Do a jukebox musical. Yeah, yeah, maybe Proud. it's time to re- revive. What's the Forever name of the play? <laughs> yeah, you start. Get the revival going. Let's get the Just revival a, going. Yeah. She's a horrible name for a show, too. But the Gibbler Gazette. You're ready. I yeah. bought the Forever Plaid cast recording because of Andrea Barber. I'm. I wasn't above it. I have this. So CD she's an influencer. Well, now I look. Yeah, when I looked up, is. it is. It's good. Mu- it's old music. It's good music, but just okay. Yeah. We need her to return, revive that. She could. I mean, if she can't do that, she could maybe take over for Leah Michelle and Funny Girl. We'll oh see God. what. There's got to be a role for her somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new goal for this show. We will find justice for Andrea Barber. <laughs> yes. Thank you all Thank so you, Danny. much. Great note to Bye, Danny. You're the best. We'll see you guys Bye, next week. Bye, everybody. Three, two, three. Six but thirty. It's six but thirty somewhere. What up? Good morning. This is in regard to Barbara's joke a couple of weeks ago about getting older and still saying a big dumb bitch. My older sister made up a birthday song for me about five years ago, 
And this is how it goes. <clears throat> Happy motherfucking birthday, you big dumb bitch. You big dumb bitch. You big dumb bitch. Um, picture that with a couple of high kicks and punches. And that's how we sing to each other every year now. Um, love you guys. Y'all are funny, awesome, and, you know, just enjoy you guys being the background to all the bullshit I do every day. Love you. Bye. Hi, ladies. So I'm just listening to the podcast, and hopefully, shit, I only just realized that the very, very, very beginning of your intro sequence is the intro song is supposed to be a rooster call because it's supposed to be wake up and I know we've been having a lot of confusions about this intro song but I'm sure I'm not the only one who didn't realize that like the call that they do in the beginning is supposed to be a wake up call before they say wake up I just thought I'd share that and I hope anyone else who didn't know that now knows I believe supposed to be a rooster call for you to wake up to Barbara Brandy. And of course, there's Tess. Love you, ladies. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.